What's cracking, lovely people? Big Feed Up HQ podcast. We're back in the mix and it's got a really, really exciting show today. I've got lovely Sarah here and she is the founder of a company called Forth. So in my day job and then online and things like that as well, people are constantly speaking to me and asking me about um, biomarkers and where should my cholesterol be here? Where should my blood sugar be here? So Forth actually take away all that confusion and, and they've got two arms to their service. They've got Forth with Life, which is all about well-being. And then they've got Forth Edge, which is all about performance, uh, sport and athleticism and all that. So I'll, I'll kind of, yeah, let, let you take it from there and, and, and explain things out. Welcome to the show. Thank you. Thank you for inviting me on. Cool. So yeah, should we just kind of lead on? Because obviously you can give a bit more of a bit more of a backstory to to what we spoke about before we before we press record because you kind of gave a really really good summary around you know what what your service does i think that'd be really yeah. cool to let the listeners know yes absolutely so essentially um what we're what we're trying to do is enabling people to build up their own biometric profile and we're doing that through giving them insight into information of key markers within their within their blood uh, we collect quite small samples of blood, so we use um, what's known as uh, fingerprint blood samples, which is basically takes blood from just under the skin of your fingers, um, and we don't require too much, about 20 droplets really, and out of 20 droplets we can get 20 to 25 biomarkers analysed out of that. So when we set up the service, we were very much wanted to aim at two groups of people. One was the performance market, um, really not, not professional athletes, although professional athletes do use our service, but it's more really aimed at the recreational athlete. So people who are doing um, quite challenging events in the endurance field, so um, principally triathletes, um, those people doing Ironman triathletes, but also cyclists and those um, doing endurance running, whether it be from um, marathons or into ultra run events. Um, and we do that under the fourth edge, the brand of our fourth edge. And then we have a, a service for more on the well-being side. So this is not for people who are sick. These are people who want to optimize their, their well-being. And so we provide biomarker tracking of some core metrics um, such as good and bad fat levels, um, your your key energy metrics around folate, uh, vit D, B12, ferritin, etc. to mm. give you a much more detailed insight into your own health. And what we're really trying to do, we're trying to demystify it for people because people don't get this insight when they go to their GP um, and it's not explained to them in a way that they can understand. And we think that's wrong, you know, it's really people need to understand about their health um, and by explaining it in very simple language and actually by giving people access to their their metrics, it enables them to affect change and alter their their behaviours and their lifestyle accordingly accordingly, so they can optimise their well-being or optimise their performance. Mm. And Yeah, I think you you nailed it on the head because... You know, there's, there's a, like you said, there's a time and a place to, to go and see a doctor. Obviously, if you're acutely unwell, medical services are frontline. But it's just, um, yeah, I think we need to step away from when people are interested in, 
you know, the preventative medicine space, just wanting to see how they're doing, not necessarily because they're they're ill, they need to get an you know a bit of a checkup. I think I think it's important that we step away from this kind of stuffy. Oh, the doctors across from the desk, they they tell you everything's okay. You get a bit of paper that you don't understand, and then you leave, and everyone's really confused. So I think yeah, it's it's so good that you, a service like yourself exists because you can you know you can look at things, and people don't have to be you know middle age now and then thinking that they need to go and have a checkup and and you know you can you can dive into this when whenever you like and you can look at key yeah. markers and go from there absolutely and it is quite the opposite uh the drive and expansion in the well-being market is actually led by the millennial generation who really they recognize the importance of their health and they want to you know they want to feel as well as they can um for as long as they can and i think as people, we all have responsibility uh, to maintain ourselves um, in, in good health. You know, the NHS is there for us as a safety net when we're sick. And mm. everyone should, you know, go to the, the NHS. We're not advocating taking people away from the NHS. If you're sick, you should go and see your GP. Mm. So, but what we're doing is, is, is before that, we're absolutely, as you said, we're involved in preventative health, you know, trying to help people tweak what they're doing in their lives tweak what you know their diet so they can increase those key markers so they Mm. can sell healthier um for longer Mm. and i think what we find as well on the on the performance market and where i think our service can really add value is that from the the metrics that we get back from the analysis we're just showing that a lot of recreational athletes they are overdoing it so you think, you know, these people who are training for a Ironman triathlon, a lot of them actually have high, quite pressurized full-time jobs, but they've still got to fit in their training for an Ironman event. And, and some of them are, are pushing their, their, their bodies too hard. And by giving them the analysis and showing them what their metrics are like, it just gives them that extra information to think, well, actually, my performance, my poor performance might not be because I've not done enough training it's actually because i've done too much Mm, no and i think it's really smart because like you said most most of the people that that come and see me if they're if they've got their daily diet and lifestyle squared away you know they're they're training they're very driven i think it's i think it's a no-brainer to to dive a little bit deeper and see how things are getting on because yeah often people that are seen to be the most fit you know with their with their shirts off and things like that they you know they're putting on a lot of load they've got a lot of life load like you said and, and you know we we lose a lot of resources so i think yeah you know i i've, I've used the fourth edge service with a couple of my you know endurance clients and things and, and then i you know like we were spoken about before i've used your fourth with life service just basically a couple of times a year because because I, I i similar to some people to try to keep fit i do a couple of long distance races a year and i want to see how my, you know my health markers are impacted basically you know around those times so it's um yeah no it works it, it works really well and, and, it, and it does give you something to think about and then the good thing is like you said you can test again and review and then you have that nice process in on your site of of the kind of comparison so here you were before yeah. and then you can you can tweak a few things you can work with a professional i know you i know you guys have got practitioners and things your end and then obviously if you measure again you can see if something changes and i think too too few people either try and wing it or they um you know they 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 kind of do do something analyze something once and then they never follow up so there's no context 
Yeah, and that, that, that follow-up is really important because, you know, one one test only gives you a snapshot at that point in time. Mm. And really what you want to be want to look at is how you track over time and how what you're doing in your life and changes that you're making are actually impacting on, on, your, your, on your key internal metrics. So tracking is really, really important. And what we... The, you know, the reference ranges that we get from laboratories, that's a reference range, you know, taken from a normal, not what is normal for 99% of the population, but we're all individuals. So it's about Mm. finding what is your normal and about how your normal tracks and changes over time. So what we are um, developing now, so we are are redesigning all our back-end results dashboard at the moment and we will put much more emphasis on tracking and making that easier for people and also what we'll be able to do is when people have um, so many data points within our system Mm. they'll then be able to how to get an alert system when things start to go wrong No, I think yeah, I think I think that's really smart. And then, like you said, it's it's someone just having their own kind of personalised um, metric, you know, metric platform. Which, like you said, I think more and more people are uh, wanting to know about. And then, um, yeah, you can kind of you can take the complexity away. And then, like you said, on a very simple alert system, or you know, I like how when when I get my report through, you have you know, we had different sections: cardiovascular, liver, metabolic, uh, vitamins and minerals, kidney. Because I I did your baseline plus yeah. and then you know there's there's obviously things you know people like to see colors and stuff so it was like everything in green this section looks okay you can obviously go in you can look at the reference ranges but then anything in a different color um you know you can look at what, what might have been off or what might have been out of the range but like you said that isn't something that's really negative it's then okay putting things into place and then um you know doing follow-up and and, and tracking which i think is yeah is is really key so even even though you might be changing some of your back end stuff i think it's it's very easy to use and view and then i can take people through it as well which is nice because you can yeah. o- you can yeah. open it up and people can understand it i think that i think that's the most important thing like you said it is demystifying things and and now because of um you know dr google any, anyone and everyone can can read stuff but you need people like yourself to interpret it and organize it absolutely and that when we were designing the service that was a key fundamental for us was uh, demystifying health for people and providing service that empowered them, but also gave them understanding and educated them along the way. Mm. Um, so we we explain markers in very simple terms um, within our within the dashboard. So people actually start learning themselves. So actually, they know what the tweaks are they they need to make. Yes, we do have uh, medical practitioners which um, review our results. So if you've got markers that are of out of range, what we don't want to do is panic people. So it's really important that we have uh, medical professionals which review that mm. and give them some tips, you know, around what they can do, um, whether it be, you know, eat more green leafy vegetables, um, you know, if they've got low folate or, mm. you know, if someone's got really high cortisol and you're an athlete, you know, letting people, those athletes know that, you know, the reason why you have high cortisol is actually probably because you're putting your body over t- under too much stress. So you really you know give some time and rest and recovery between your, your training sessions yeah 100% no 100% so I think maybe you know because people will want a few practical tips and takeaways and, and we're at the time of year where 
you know, the the weather and things are changing. It's it's autumnal. We're going to be moving into winter. You know, what 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 do you think for 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 the regular individual? And then maybe we can have the conversation around the performance recreation athlete as well. That that you know, pe- people people could look at that are um you know really important markers. And then obviously, like you said, can actually then deliver deliver some kind of um uh pr- practical tools like e- eating more of x and you know doing more of y what, what do you think is important to look yeah, at this time I mean, of year? Well, a classic one going into mi- winter now will be vitamin d i mean we know from our our stats um that you know vitamin uh, most on average at our entire stats we a third of god i'm trying, trying to think of the stats now i think it's something like 72 percent uh, of people are in the, the first quintile or the range for vitamin d or mm. actually low so vitamin d is such an important mineral that we really need to build that up in our body and unfortunately in the uk we don't get access uh, to much quality sunlight yeah. uh, but you know so that's a really important one so making sure people are taking their their vitamin d supplements now throughout throughout the winter months is, is key really mm, mm. no definitely I think I think that's a really good one and then obviously that's something that you can do um, as an individual test with you guys or also you've got I think yeah that's you know I, I, I found out my vitamin D levels by by basically doing one of the you know one of the baseline tests because I also got some of the other markers in as well because I was really interested in blood sugar so so the HbA1c which I don't know so you know people are starting to understand a bit more about that but you know, maybe you could yes. speak to people about that. So yeah. that's more of a, a longer term um, look at, at your blood sugar, isn't it? It is. So um, it's, it's, it's different to um, <clears throat> fasting glucose levels. So what that does, fasting glucose levels, it takes a snapshot of what your um, blood glucose levels are at, at that precise moment in time. What HbA1c does is actually measures how much sugar um, has been in your body and attached to blood cells over the last 8 to 12 weeks. So it can give you some real insight into into your diet and if you're having too much sugar content within your diet. So that's a really useful one to keep an eye on. Mm. Other markers that we find are quite low is is folate. Mm. And obviously that folate um, actually is an key energy marker and it can influence um, your, your red blood cells uh, as well. So, yeah, eat, that, eat those key, um, green leafy vegetables. Um, mm. Make sure you eat enough of that during winter as well, definitely. And then, you know, these, these are kind of like quite quick conversations to have. But I think if people are listening and, you know, you are um, finding that you've got lower energy or, you know, you're, you're someone who because I think these days, you know, eating anything sugar based, people demonize it very quickly. But then it's, it's, it's important to personalize things. And like you said, if if, if someone is having that kind of, uh, yeah, 80, 20, 90, 10 kind of flexible balanced diet and then they are getting worried about oh am i having too much sugar then obviously it's something you can find out and just just cut 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 through all the noise i think because often people what you know will will maybe change their diet in a certain way and then feel bad and have social pressure but actually you know like you said these kind of markers and tracking these markers they you know they don't they don't really lie they just allow you to be a bit more specific for yourself and then often people can can kind of um you know relax and just and just just eat eat to 
to how they feel and, and what works well for them. Yeah, absolutely. So, I mean, they are the naked truth, you know, the, the stats don't lie. So it's, it's really, I think, the feedback we get um, from our customers um, is, is very much there are, wow, I've never seen this level of data before. Mm. Um, you know, even if people have had blood tests done at their GPs, they don't, they rarely get access um, to the results that they're, they're told that, oh, you're fine or, or the doctor will, will speak to you. But, you know, we are, are trying to, we, we believe that that's wrong, that actually people should be able to um, have access to the results and have access to a service like, like this because by educating people and, and, and for them seeing such results, it then um, has the ability to, to empower them to change much, much more. Um, so it's it's really key, and that's one of the big bits of feedback that we we get from people is is wow I haven't seen this kind of information before, and also we tried when we designed the service we tried to make the dashboard really intuitive and really easy to understand. So that is another part of which people really love our service. They love it for that. Mm-hmm. And then you know, do you do you recommend there's there's a certain kind of time of year people should do this? Do you recommend um, you know not not testing at a certain time of year? Because I think it's interesting when, especially when I work with more more um, athletic individuals or if they're coming up to a competition and things, I'm a little bit wary that if if someone's life load and training loads very very high, you know maybe maybe you can explain to the listeners how that that may affect results or or you know does it affect results in in yeah, your, in your so, experience? Yeah. It- Yes, it, it, it will. So, you know, we we do say to people, look, it's about tracking. So it, it's about um, taking your doing our tests on a regular basis. Now, if you're just looking around well-being, um, then you, you'll probably want to get two or three data points a year. So do four mm-hmm. or every six months. Um, if you're um, unless you have a certain goal, you know, if you're if you have a very goal in mind so if you're trying to um, up your energy levels um, and you found that your key energy markers are low so key energy markers being uh, folate uh, ferritin uh, vit d and b12 and if you're trying to improve those you might want to keep monitoring those every three months to see if the changes that you are making in your diet or the supplements you're taking Mm. are having the designed effect and then start to ease off when you get to the level um, a suitable level. So well-being, I would say every four to six months, provide you with enough data. If you're on the performance side, then on the performance side, people are usually tracking every every three months, mm. um, and that that would vary in. You, you'd want to actually do it before throughout the season. Now we're coming into off season, you know, for for triathletes um, and cyclists now. But it's still important to to have the off season because what you want to start to compare is you want to compare when your body is totally rested and recovery, and what your markers are in recovery phase to what they are then are when you're you're at a high load phase. Yeah. Um, and be able to and what's what's interesting as well is is tracking how your body then comes t- takes to how long your body takes to recover so after a high load so if you've done a uh, you've just completed an Ironman triathlon 24 hours you know immediately after that your markers are going to be through the roof in some of the, those markers you know things like your inflammation is going to be really high your your cortisol levels are going to be really high because that's 
stress markers you would have put your body under a lot of stress what you're then interested in is how your markers how long it takes your markers to revert down to your what we call baseline level which would be your your resting um resting rates um and for some people that can take weeks mm. for some people actually that can take months and months for them to get back to a you know a, a recovery level mm. yeah so i think that's the, the key takeaway from that is just think about when you are testing if you are someone that's very active yeah the time of year so um for example like i i, I used your um i did a, i did a run like a, one of my um uh, ultra marathons in June, and then I, and then I used you guys um, this year in 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 August because I knew that if I did it kind of straight after, then things might not be as as you know like you said my baseline. So I gave myself a little while to kind of rest and recover, and then and then you know tested, and I've got another, I've got my final kind of um, bimble in in two weeks in October, and then I'm probably gonna try and eye up something like you said in in November or December just to see. Um, you know how things settle down and see where I am and then I did it was a year ago I think last September I did I did one with you guys so it kind of it can allow me to look at yeah a year later what's happened and and you know how, yes. how things changes yeah, so absolutely. yeah absolutely. now that's important because I think yeah people people have often come to me in in practice and you know they've had results and things and like you said a certain few markers have skewed and then you have to obviously have that conversation with them to be like look have you just come back off holiday or you know have you been doing loads of training or you know has there been a work deadline I think you know that's that's definitely something that's that's important to cover. So no, I'm glad. Yeah, and you would, you know, you wouldn't want to do it a week before a big event because no. if some of your markers come down low or really high, you you, you don't want to kind of start to put doubt in your mindset um, before a big race. So yeah, um, yeah. But you know, if you do, if you did, if you did it, you know. A couple of months leading up to the race, and it, it it pulls up some key deficits in your energy markers. Then you've got enough time to actually make a difference um, yeah. to that. I think they're the key questions, and I get asked that a lot. Yeah, but I think you aren't you answered it quite well in terms of you know if someone is looking at well being and they're you know for example trying to bring down their their fasting blood glucose or their HbA1c or they're trying to make a a change with you know their their um their cholesterol markers to say their you know their HDL to total or or their triglycerides or things. Yeah. Would you say in the regular person, you know, re- really jumping into an intervention for three, three, four, five months, then then you can see changes in 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 the points. Or do you think things take longer in your experience and looking at some of your no, kind of data? No, I mean some markers, you know, change more frequently than others. But you know, it, it you you will see changes if you've made impacts to your your diet. Um, you will ch- see changes in those. In those three months, I mean, I've I've got quite a lot of data on myself now, yeah. and uh, and I, I know exactly when I've been doing too much work and not enough um, exercise because it's it's the the data doesn't lie and it's reflected um, in raised raised uh, you know HDL or or a drop in my HDL levels and raised LDL levels and if I've been snacking rather than not being careful over my diet, I can see my HbA1c levels. Um, go up so mm-hmm. uh, it's yeah it gives you some hard data um to to really impact what your lifestyle is doing to your health mm-hmm. and then i suppose you know because obviously it's there's there's so much to cover but i think this this was a great introduction to some of the to to some of the more kind of um important energy markers and and like you said a few of the performance markers but yeah also you guys test um hormonal function and things as well so obviously people people can look at um 
obviously looking at you would you call it a um i know you've got the, a male hormone a female fertility and especially something that's very interesting uh that the kind of menopause health i know that could be a completely a completely separate podcast but again um like you said i think the key te- takeaway is that if people do do these they they maybe do get more information than if they just went to the gp and and you know they can they can hopefully use that and then and then re-examine so I think with you know male hormones, um, uh, a lot of males might not want to go to the GP. And interestingly enough, our consumer base is actually we have more men than women using our service. Mm. Um, and you know, whereas all the stats tell us that actually men are like less likely to go to their GP. So I think you know the the convenience of our service. The, the speed of our service, the way that we give information directly to you um, through your portal actually really helps to engage men in this in this health process. Mm. Um, but so male hormones is very, very popular um, for, for two kind of age group, groups, really, um, maybe slightly older men, saying older, I'm talking 55 plus. Yeah, also, no, no, you're right. Uh, yeah, you're right. 100% right. Yeah, go on. Yeah, but then uh, a, a younger audience who might be into power building mm. um, and they might be taking supplements and want to keep an eye on, on what that's doing to their body. So um, those are the, the markers that those are the, pro, those are the type of audience that really look into male hormones. And then um, a really an area which we really want to do more about is menopause health. Mm. Um, we we very much see as it's kind of no over an overlooked area. I think that you know a lot of women you know go through a, a big changes during the menopause, and it really affects their life and their and their health. Mm. Um, and we want to give people more insight into that and things that they can do to help them. So mm. Mm. Um, we just on our fourth with LifeSite, we've just introduced a menopause hub um, with about 20 different articles for women um, on there around the menopause. And we are um, going to update our menopause profile to, to give women more markers around areas that the, the, the menopause actually um, influences um, in, in their health. So mm. hopefully they can, uh, they can get through it a, a bit better. Definitely, and I think it's you know like you said, there's there's, there's reams of information and, and articles and things like that out there. But the good thing about your life hub and 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 your articles and things are that you can obviously you can read about a, rele- a relevant marker, and then obviously you can click on through over to the tests, and you everything's kind of um, together, and it and it and it follows a bit of a line, which is you know some people might open yes. up. And, pop up a blog, read something, eat something, and then it's all very kind of detached and people get very confused. So, you know, you can read some of these things on, you know, eating this way may help with X marker and guess what, you know, we can test for X marker. So it's, yeah, it's interesting. Yeah. And, you know, it is, I think these kind of conversations are obviously a bit more complex than than talking about energy and vitamin D and things. But like you said, you can you can open up the, the site and you can look at, even, even if just people listening to this look at the menopause health test and it gets you understanding what what markers professionals and, 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 and practitioners within your company, you know, think are important. So I think that's you know that's something to look at because I don't know necessarily know if 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 everyone understands you know what may change during during menopause in in terms of some I of the yeah, hormonal levels. Absolutely. Um, I don't I don't I don't think they do and um, you know certainly I think um, uh, you know a, a res- 
a response they might get from a May GP would be, well, you're going through a menopause, you're a person of a certain age, that happens. And and so we want to help give more support to people by understanding their health much better and the kinds of things that they can do um, to to improve um, to to improve their lives while whilst they're going through this transition time. Mm, mm, definitely yeah so you know you got you guys seem to cover a lot of bases and then like you said you're kind of constantly up, updating things and developing things so I, I suppose that maybe one of the final questions are what what you know what are you excited about bringing in but I suppose you just you did mention you're going to do more on menopause like what what's what's going on in the future for fourth gosh lots I mean this um this sector you know this whole area is only just at the very beginning um, I think there's been a massive, uh, there's a massive explosion in, in well-being um, throughout the globe currently. Um, as I said, it's, it's led by a younger generation, which is absolutely fantastic to see. And you know the fact, you know, if you walk into Pret a Manger and you see on the shelves, you know, you'll see charcoal shots, um, <laughs> you know, yeah. on, on the shelves now. Whereas you know, two years ago, they weren't there, they weren't available. So the whole agenda towards health is is changing, and you know, healthcare is 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 undergoing a, a real a, a revolution um, in, in terms of the way that it's delivered. Technology is increasing all the time, but actually how we want health um to change ourselves our relationship our health so the 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 power base whereas before the power base has all been with medical professionals actually people are now saying i want to understand that myself um and i want to make changes myself i don't want to just rely on the the medical system to do that for me and also i i should take more responsibility for myself to keep keep my body in better health so I think you know this this area is just going to grow and and for us you know we started this company in the in the beginning because we wanted to to help people we wanted to empower people in understanding more about more about their own health mm. uh, that's what that's our passion that's our drive so lots of really exciting things going to happen uh, the next big update for us will be re-looking uh redesigning all our back and dashboard to help people but we've got we've got lots of other ideas planned um cool. but it's all it's all really centered on really empowering people to understand their their health more and giving them the information that they need to make those small tweaks mm. we're not asking for big tweaks but just make those small tweaks in their in their life that can actually make a uh, a big impact on their internal health mm, mm. yeah and i think in in you know in certain situations testing and not guessing is 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 so important and you know you can go over onto the site and and um that's that's basically how you know how i found you guys we i researched you know a year year and a bit ago uh, more more into these kind of through through the letterbox you know blood testing services yeah. and things and and then just yeah found found what you guys did really slick and and I, and I know um Renee as well a little bit your your nutritionist so it was a kind of it was a no brainer and I think you know people often look at oh you know 30 pounds to check vitamin D or or you know 70 pounds to check all those markers that I talked to you about earlier but actually you know you can you can you can put that away in a weekend when you when you're doing something that that may um you know that you may not Absolutely. have planned to do so I think it's 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 important and and you know you can get it done quicker whereas I think people are constantly like oh yeah GPs in 
four or five weeks for something very minor when actually you can prevent that potentially by you know a couple of day turnaround you guys you guys have don't you oh absolutely i mean we you know um we will give people results you know if we have a sample the blood sample lies at our lab in the morning more often than not people will have their results on their dashboard by that evening yeah um so we're you know we do i think uh, people want a fast turnaround. That's just, you know, the, what people want in this day and age. So we really endeavour to provide a really great customer service um, and provide really convenience for people because we're all really busy now. We have really busy lives. So by enabling people to to collect their blood sample at home on their own without any um, any requirement of a healthcare professional and just pop it back to the post of us, I think, you know that it really opens up this market to people to be able to gain this this information for themselves yeah yeah and and that's ultimately why i wanted to bring you guys on because i think like you said people people are wanting to take more responsibility and then also working working as nutritionists i implore people to kind of take more responsibility because not everyone needs to sit down one-on-one with someone to review their diet you know you can you can do these things and you and you can review these things now and like you said the the health fitness well-being industry or whatever it's it's going to be really really exciting and and um yeah there's going to be so many things we can look at and test and i think people just dive in you don't you don't have to stay silent like you said and avoid things i think that was the culture in the past you know once once someone gets very ill you address it and i think this conversation of preventative medicine is is yeah it's, it's fantastic now it's, it's a it's a great industry to work in and it's good to kind of be be a, a, around companies and things like yourself as well yeah i think it's a really exciting time in the next five years uh you know there's going to be a lot more things that come out in the market generally you know um, the gut testing, for example, is now mm. um, coming mm. out as well, and, mm. and and that's that's going to be really interesting to see mm. uh, the way that that goes as well. And mm. you know, there's also expansion in the DNA, you know, testing as well. So mm. I think I think it's a really interesting um, interesting area, and I mm. think it's it, it's nothing but positive, you know, giving people more information and and give empowering them to be in more control of their health mm. um, for me is is what it's all about yeah definitely i think you know what well, I, I know i know you, you've got to crack on but i suppose just quickly like what do you what do you think of some of the gut testing and stuff it's not it's not something i've i've spoke to a ton about in this show with my audience i'd probably love to get someone on who you know who does that directly in full time but i think um yeah some of the stool yeah. testing interesting it's still obviously it's very expensive and i'm lucky at one of the sites i work at the actual the client kind of covers testing costs so i can do some of these tests with 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 clients and and you know they they get it as part of being an employee but then really a lot of the time it's uh, it's 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 not last resort for me as a practitioner but you know some sometimes three four hundred pounds um is is you know it's a huge amount of money for people and i think at the moment it's uh, i don't know if the science is quite there like what's your opinion no i mean this it's still it's in its infancy um at the moment and people are, bu- are busy building up their scientific evidence um to back it up so i don't think it's necessarily something you might want to dive into now but you know certainly two or three down years down the line i think there'll be a, a probably a lot more available um at a lower cost mm. and uh, the science will will be will be more substantial to, to back it up mm, mm, mm. 
no no i think that's yeah that's great i I love i love how honest and things you're being and um like you said it's 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 a market where there's a lot of companies and there's a lot of things going on but um yeah you guys seem to have a really smart approach and and everything's easy to understand so i'll I'll drop um i'll drop the link to to fourth in the show notes guys and then if you do follow me on on social media and things like that i'll also in in my in my bio i'll I'll put a um a link to to the show and then and then to the fourth site as well so everyone can check that out so um so yeah no thanks thanks so much for your time and um yeah no it's been it's 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 been really good to talk and, and i hope everything goes well great good to talk to you matt thank you cheers then bye